Welcome to the Illuminate Your Essence podcast, where we cut through the distractions, programs, and stories that have created chaos in your life and discover the truth, bliss, and joy that exists beyond the external clutter and resides within. Welcome back. I am more excited about today's episode than pretty much any that have been previously recorded or scheduled in the future because I feel like this is where you start. Everything that I teach about, that I feel inspired to teach about, is truth and reconnecting you and I with our truth. And our truth really comes from that space, that heart space, that intuitive ability that we're all born with. But because of our stories, our beliefs, our programming, Many of us are not connected enough to our bodies to even recognize our intuition anymore. And I've heard many people say, you know, I ask the universe or I say prayers on a regular basis and I don't believe I get any answers. And I want you to know you do receive them. You're just not recognizing the signals anymore. It's not your fault. We've all been programmed to listen to the external sources around us and no longer that inner space that we have all been blessed with. It's not your fault because as a young child, to keep us safe, our parents asked us to rely on them for the answers. And then we went into school and school also directed us that they know more, we know less. And of course, we don't know some of the subjects that they're teaching us, right? We need to learn math. We need to learn English. We need to learn the things that we don't know yet. However, we were also asked to stop using those intuitive abilities to recognize what our heart is telling us. We've either been asked to table some of our desires Or we have been told that it's not responsible to go down certain roads. And so I am here to help navigate your journey and your path back to that heart space, to the place where all the answers reside. And it is such a wonderful, peaceful place to be because once you get back there, you never have to look for your outside resources. Now, again, I'm not saying that we can never learn from anybody else. How many times has my heart space said, you need to find a coach for publishing your book or channeling your book, um, or you need a coach in order to teach you some best business practices. That is also taking action from where that heart space is leading me. But again, it's my GPS, it's my internal compass. And I'm excited to share this information with you. I remember not that long ago, probably about six months ago, I was working with a business partner. And at the end of our conversation about whatever we were working on that particular day, he asked me, in a very loving and kind way, Wendy, I watch you make decisions in business and in your personal life. And you always use your intuitive ability to do it. You act and you honor and you listen to your intuition. And he says, and I see miracles unfold because you do that. Would you be willing to show me? 
would you be able to tell me how to do this? And first of all, I thought that was probably the greatest compliment that anybody could have ever given to me is uh, a place where I could teach him how to return back to that inner compass that we've been talking about. But the fact that he recognized that this is how I live my life was a, a beautiful uh, observation of something that's very important to me. So part of this discussion is what I told him. These were the things that I mentioned were the beginning steps. So the first step that I mentioned to him was learn to pause. How often are we in such a rush to go from task to task to task to thing to personal, professional, spiritual, all of these areas of our life, how many times are we racing around and not taking any time to listen within? So there's got to be a pause. There needs to be some place in your life to have a pause. I have a regular meditative practice. I believe that many individuals that start to feel this inner sense of joy and peace will tell you that they do the same. It's one of the things that are not negotiable for me, either it's meditation or it's breath work, which includes that visual meditation as I'm breathing. Perhaps it's even yoga that day. Any way that I can combine my body, mind, and soul and be in a space of receiving information is going to be incredibly valuable to you. It has been to me. And most of the individuals that I know are living a life that they feel is their best life, that meditative experience. So pausing, learning to quiet the mind. I will have a podcast and also most likely a workshop of teaching you how to meditate because so many people are so stuck in their brain. They don't know how to get out of the constant worrying and the constant um, dialogue that's happening in their brain that they're always thinking about something. And most people will say, I don't know how to meditate because I can't stop the constant barrage of thoughts that are coming into my, my head. And so we will get there at some point, but just know that for right now, just learn to pause, even just not speaking, not doing something like being on your phone or being on the computer or being on the TV or making dinner or racing your children to their practices or school. If you will just take a few minutes, even start with five minutes in the morning, five minutes right before you retire to just simply be with you to remember you is going to be incredibly invaluable. The other thing is also to learn to pause before you answer a question. If even when I'm in the middle of a discussion, if someone is asking me a question and it is something that I want to really reflect on before I give them an answer. I will pause right in the middle of a conversation, close my eyes to limit the stimuli so that I can really listen to it and listen to what my heart space is saying. What is it saying? What is it feeling? What is, what am I hearing? And in that space, I can then give a much better answer, or I may even say, you know what? I am going to give myself some space to reflect on that beautiful question and I'll get back to you. 
Um, and I think that's a very appropriate way to, to start to understand what it is that you need to, um, be responding to that question or to a question for yourself. A lot of times it's the questions to ourselves. We ask the question we need, and then the next step would be to pause, to pause and listen for the answers. If you don't get an answer right away, just know that you will have an answer, expect an answer, and then go about your day and look for opportunities to answer that question. You may get it through something someone says over the radio. You may get it from a billboard. You may get it from someone bringing up a topic and, and, and teaching what they learned. There's so many different ways that you're going to get your answer, but just expect it. If you don't expect an answer, then you won't pick up on the cues and the subtle nuances of getting that answer. The next thing that I would say is learning to understand the language of our bodies. Our bodies actually will tell you what's truth and what's false or what is a lie. I want you to think about a time where you've said a white lie or you've said a blatant lie. What did your body do? Do you remember? I know that my my body will contract. My body will feel heavy. My body will feel out of alignment because when we say something that's untruth, that is an untruth, I should say, then our bodies react to that. Now, every day as we're asking ourselves questions or people are asking us questions, we can also take that understanding of our bodies and be, be able to understand whether it's truth or, or something that perhaps maybe we should avoid. So one of the ways that I like to explain this on, on how to feel this is to take two statements that are completely um, opposite. One is truth and one is a lie. You could take yes and no, and you could say, yes, 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 yes. And then proceed to say, no, 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 no. Um, no, obviously you're going to say this much slower and for a greater amount of time. But in saying those words, yes is truth. No is a lie. We can start to understand what is feeling right and what is feeling constrictive. Okay. Uh, some of you are probably out there going, wait a second. No is not a lie. Sometimes that's the truth. Yes, you're correct. Yes, you are. But for this purpose right here, when we're having the intention, we're throwing the intention that yes is a truth and no is a lie. We will be able to say, we will be able to feel that in our bodies for everyday questions and things like that. That's when we're going to feel the, the answer. Usually we're not saying yes or no. Usually we're saying, uh, which outcome is best for us. And we'll get to that in just a few minutes. The other way is just to say, my name is Dan. That's my husband's name. My name is Dan. My name is Wendy. What feels light? What feels expansive? What feels truthful? You're going to feel it in your body. You're going to feel your heart open. You're going to feel you expand. You're going to feel yourself lighter. You're going to feel yourself peaceful. You're going to have more clarity. There's a lot of different ways that it will show up. And each of us is so unique. You get to figure out the language of your body. The other one is going to feel constrictive. The other one is going to feel heavier, confusing. That is your cue that it is not the correct statement for you. Okay. 
Isn't that beautiful that you can use the language of our bodies to make big decisions. Now, here's the other thing that I would suggest start with the small things because you probably will not trust yourself for the big things if you don't already start with the small things. So utilizing these things and, and hearing those messages, maybe it's just a small, um, everyday decision on what to eat. Many of us have allergies or we're looking to improve our health and looking at options on a menu and saying, which one seems to be the best fit for my body? Does my body want this salad with protein and fruit and vegetables, or does my body want this, um, French dip sandwich or whatever it is? Like we look at, we can look at the options and go, which one feels light and expansive and feels good in my body. And which one doesn't feel so good. So those are some things that we can do with decisions and learning to use our intuitive abilities, opening our heart. It is the most natural thing for us to do. And yet most of us live with our heart closed. We're trying to keep away from pain. We're trying to keep away from someone taking advantage of us or the mistrust involved in the world shuts us off from living with a heart wide open. So literally having the, the, um, intention of breathing in and opening up your heart is going to open you up to that intuitive ability, starting with the things that you feel drawn to that are smaller. Again, we're starting with those small things. Say you're in a grocery store and you have this feeling that you should make eye contact and smile at someone. It's amazing how powerful something that that small can be. I can't tell you how many times I've actually had someone say, I haven't had a smile in weeks. Thank you for smiling at me. Just being seen, heard, and understood is so incredibly important to us all. And so even that small, small thing could make a huge difference to someone Perhaps it's that person on the side of the road that's asking for money and you feel the need to share a few dollars rather than getting into our head and saying, oh, that person could get a job. We, you know, how many jobs are there out there staying in our heart and saying, I don't know why I feel the urge to give this money, but I've been blessed with this money and I am willing to share because my heart is telling me to share. It does. It can be that simple. So acting on those things, perhaps it's a name that pops into your head and you, and, and you feel like you need to reach out to them, sending a little text message. Hey, I've been thinking about you. Hope you're okay. Or picking up the phone. Hey, today your name kept coming up to me. I wanted to know how are you doing? What's new in your world? So many miracles can start just from those small things. Once you start to be in tune with your heart on the small things, then the large things are able to come to the surface. I am telling you right now, would I have given up my very lucrative career 
to start sharing what is on my heart, both in written form and verbal form and, and throwing caution to the wind. Had I not started with the small things? Absolutely not. There's no way I would have made that major decision that had to start. That had to be at the end. I had to just start at the beginning at the small things that were what, that I could start to have proof that my heart was leading me to the right space. Then once I exercised this muscle, this muscle memory that we have, then I can start with the bigger things. I may even teach in a future class um, or podcast some ideas on how to get clarification on the larger things. There's so much to this subject that I can keep going, but I want you to start there. How does it feel in your body? Am I taking the pauses and am I starting to take bold and courageous action, at least on the small things? That's where I would start. Once you start there, then you are open to receiving information on the things that matter, maybe perhaps a little bit more than what you order on a menu. (laughs) So with that being said, illuminate your essence. I cannot wait to have you on another podcast. Have a wonderful and amazing day. Thank you for listening. I invite you to continue the dialogue, the discovery, and the deep dive on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also on my website, Feel free to download your free copy of the five steps to discovering your inner voice and begin your journey of discovering the truth within today.